Welcome to the Willow Valley Podcasting Channel, where exciting podcasts are created by Willow Valley residents, for Willow Valley residents, and about Willow Valley residents. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another chapter in Life Under the Willow Tree. And this is going to be a great interview because I'm sitting across from Corey Steiner, who's got this big smile on her face, and I want to break into laughter every time I see her over here. So, uh, Corey is a person who runs, I, I'm going to not give you her title, she can give you the title, but basically, she is the head of all social workers in the whole U.S. and the Soviet Union, too, okay? <laughs> and and uh, uh, they have a role that I think most of us don't understand, and because we don't understand it, we don't take advantage of it. So, uh, Corey, welcome to Life Under the Willow Tree. Say hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. I didn't give you permission to say <laughs> thank you for having me, but we can tell you're going to take control, right? A little bit. So, okay. So, uh, you've been here for, you said, 16 years? Yes, 16 years uh, in February. So, you started preteen, right? Yes. Because you're young. Mm -hmm. And um, before we get into the meat of what you do and what you want to tell us, uh, who are you? So I have been here with Willow Valley for 16 years. I have lived in Lancaster my whole life. I have a bachelor's and a master's of social work um, that I've obtained the bachelor's at Millersville and my uh, master's actually while I was working here at Willow Valley from Widener University. I married, I have three girls total. I have a stepdaughter who just became a PA. So she's a PA in Columbia at a family practice. And then I have uh, two other daughters um, who keep me very busy. When I'm not here, my one daughter plays softball, travel, and rec. She starts high school on Monday, so she made the JV team. We travel all over um, Jersey and Delaware and Maryland, literally 51 weeks out of the year for softball. <laughs> we get Christmas week off. And then my youngest will start fifth grade on Monday, and she is a cheerleader for football. So I do spend a lot of time outside on a field. Okay, so welcome to Life Under the Willow Tree, Mom. Yes. Because <laughs> that's, that's who you really are, right? Okay, so, so you are in charge of this whole team of social workers. So first of all, what's the title? Let's, let's get that on the table. Okay, my title is Director of Resident Services and I oversee the social workers for independent living. So that would be for Spring Run, Mid-Rise Villas, Gables and South Point, Lakes, Manor and North Campus and Vistas and Providence Park and Garden Apartments. Okay, and where do they hide you in case we ever want to track you down? So I have two offices. I have one on the Lakes Campus behind the concierge desk and one on the Manor Campus behind the concierge desk. Okay, so look for the concierge and we will find Corey lurking nearby. Somewhere, right? yes. Okay, so I'm relatively new at Willow Valley. I've been here for two years. And uh, I know we have a team of social workers here, and I actually met them because I kind of barged into their office when I was trying to prepare for this and figure out what we were trying to do. But other than that, I had no idea what we have here and what you guys do. So I think the first thing to do is give us uh, kind of a rundown of why you're important to the people that live here and why we need to interface with you. 
So the social workers are a key part of your life here at Willow Valley. They are the ones who help you transition through the continuum of care. So the social workers get involved if you have an upcoming surgery, if you're starting to decline in the apartment, if you might need help obtaining a power chair or assistive device, that is the social worker's role. The social workers in independent living meet with the nurses every single morning. Every morning, they have report with residential nursing. So, Ray, if something happened to you last night, the social workers are going to be informed of it in the morning, mainly just to see if they can reach out to you and help you. So their job truly is to help you transition through the different levels of care, whether it be a planned surgery, an emergency, some assistance in your residence. That's what they're there for. Okay. And how many of them are there? And one or two quick give us your names. There aren't that many, right? There are four social workers for independent living. And then I'm there to help oversee them, but also to step in because I did have that role for 15 years on the Lakes campus. So Taylor Bennett is in Spring Run and her office is in Spring Run and she helps oversee Spring Run and South Point. And then Hannah Kreider, her office is at the Lakes, and she oversees the Lakes, Midrisevilles, and Gables. Yolanda Douglas, her office is in the Manor, and she oversees Manor, Providence Park, and Vistas. And then Janelle Souders at the North, and she oversees the North and the Garden Apartments. Okay, so I don't want to forget this, so let's squeeze this in, and then we're going to sneak back into the good stuff. Okay. But but uh, you've put together a program, and it's a series. You call it your social work presentation series. Mm-hmm. So take a minute and talk about that, because we all should go to that most likely yes. and make sure we know why we're supposed to go to yes. it. So the social work education series is a part of our goal this year, which is to help educate the residents on resources available to you. So we have six series. We already had our hospice series and uh, we had a funeral home come out. So our next series is about insurance and residents have questions all the time about Medicare and supplemental and what if I don't have a supplemental but I have an Advantage plan. So we're bringing a gentleman out who's going to present on both campuses. So there's opportunity that day for one on each campus to really answer your questions. You can meet with him one-on-one, but just so you feel at ease if you ever did need to use your insurance here, how what you currently have comes into play. And everyone's insurance is different. Yours is different than your neighbors, even if they have the same name. So we felt that was very important. And then October, our social workers are going to stand up in front of you and say, what do we do? Because like you said, not many people know what they do. And besides the transitioning to the different levels of care, they are the ones who keep all of your legal paperwork. So they are the ones who upload all of your legal documents. They're the ones who help with pet questions. Um, They're the ones who help uphold the resident handbook and resource guide. So if there's an issue with your neighbor or with something else in the community, your social workers who you go to. So that presentation will be very important and one on each campus. Then we're bringing in a local lawyer to talk about your legal documents. Again, we thought he was important to have one on each campus presentation as well. He will talk about living wills, maybe the last will and testament you have from Florida. Is it valid? What do I need to change? So Matt will really help give an overview of you know the different legal uh, documents you need. And then in December, I'm very excited. Uh, my very good friend from the ER, she's a social worker, is coming out to present 
on what happens when a Willow Valley resident goes to the ER. We've never had her speak before. I don't have a date because we're trying to coordinate with Willow Valley events so we don't interfere with all the fun Christmas stuff. But she's just going to come out and do an overview. I think it's really important that residents know we know when you get to the ER. We have someone there who gives us updates. We have someone here who helps coordinate you back. They keep us updated. So it really is a lot of behind the scenes work we do so that you get back home safely. So I'm really excited for her to come speak to the residents. Outstanding. And there's a number of things I know are important because of the work that I used to do. But when you get to your legal documents, for example, it's it's uh, first of all, you got to make sure you have them and you got to have the right ones and they've got to be functional in the state in the area that you're working with. But they also need to be kept up to date. Uh, do you want to comment on that at all? Yeah. So that's another big thing when the social workers present. Um If you've unfortunately have a loved one who has passed away or a spouse or a companion you're living with who might have some cognitive or physical deficits, it's really important to look at your documents and to check them. I have seen a lot of unfortunate situations where someone has named their spouse and now they're no longer living and there's not a backup and people are trying to finalize your estate, clean out your apartment and we really do go by those documents. So it's okay if your power of attorneys in Germany. Technology is amazing, but we do need to make sure they're up to date. And that's where you can meet with your social worker and ask them to check your file. I mean, these are things we do require per your resident agreement to have on file. So it really is important that residents understand what's in their file and what documents they have on record. Okay. So do you recommend at all that we drop in and meet our social worker? Absolutely. And after they present in October, they're going to have a check sheet of everything that should be in your file. And we encourage you to make an appointment, send them an email, drop in and say, hey, What's in Ray's file? Do I need to update something? So now, now you're going to make me realize that those documents that aren't complete that I have, being a financial planner before in my life, right? So I better get my act together and clean them up, right? It's very important. And, and one of those documents is a funeral director. I always joke with residents, um, I can't hold you on ice if something happens. So I really do need to know And you don't want to put your family and or spouse and companion in that position to have to decide on the moment. So having your arrangements done ahead of time really does take the heat off of the loved ones who are dealing with it. Okay, so I'm going to sneak something in here. So I live in North. Who's my social worker that I need to see? Janelle. Janelle. Okay. Uh, you better put her on notice that she's in trouble. I'm on my way down. I'll make okay. sure. To tell her. Okay. So, um, We've talked about a number of things, and I, I still have a couple of questions. But uh, is there any? Are there any comments that you want to make that we want to make sure that people get before I shut off your mic later? I think it's really important to know that the social workers are here to help you. People are always nervous to call. You know, if if I fell, they're going to move me. If something happened, I can't stay in my home. And the goal truly is for us to keep you as independent as possible in your home. We want you to be safe and we can help with that. Like We collaborate with nursing every day. So if there's a way that we can help make your life simpler, that's what the social workers are there for. Their door is always open 
for any questions. If it's not their area, they will find the answer for you. And they do make house calls, no matter where you live. They like to get out of the office. So they would be happy to come to your town home, come to your apartment, your villa. So or your vacation home on the beach during the summer? I did offer to go to Florida once, yes. Okay. But having that relationship now will help you later when you do have to make that difficult decision to maybe move to loved one or move yourself. Okay. <clears throat> Let me unroll a question. Okay. This is on my mind, and uh, we've talked about it in here uh, as a group as to how we can help people answer it. And I think we're going to wind up putting on some sort of a program live next year. But who advocates for you when you can't advocate for yourself? You know, and, and, and let me open that with a couple of things. So I'm, I'm married as long as either my wife or I are alive. Uh, we have one person to advocate for the other. Uh, but we don't have kids and our family is dispersed over the country. So who advocates for us if we have to go into the Gwen or into any kind of a thing to help us? So while you're in your apartment, um, if you do have someone with you, it would be that person. Everyone at Willow Valley has a power of attorney. That is something we require. Uh, so besides contacting your power of attorney, you have the social workers advocating for you in independent living, uh, maybe helping you get an assisted device, helping you get in um, an echo machine to give you reminders for your medications. The nurses are advocating for you and, and working with the social worker to say, what can we do to help make Ray independent? When you get to supportive living, they have social workers in every one of those supportive living areas. They have care conferences. So if you're temporary, the independent living social worker is attending your care conference and saying, what do we need to do to get Ray back home? If you're staying there permanently, they still have those care conferences where dietary comes, culinary or uh, dietary activities comes, nursing, and all to review your care always. Everyone is always looking out for your best interests and what is going to make Ray's day better and more successful. Okay. Now, we all moved here because we anticipate that this is a really good place for care. Uh, but we all have bad days. Okay. Uh, so who's the person that we go to? Is it our social worker? If you have a friend in the Glen, all of a sudden you find that maybe you don't think they're getting the care that they did, that they need. And maybe it's because th the nurse had three cardiac arrests that morning and had to deal with things. Uh, are you part of the channeling of how you... I don't want to start with the idea of disputes because that's not where we want to go from here. But uh, but so that we don't get on everybody's nerves. Concerns. They're yeah. concerns. Okay. Um, so you can start with your independent living social worker and say, you know, my friend Corey is on the Glen third floor and I have some concerns. Who do I talk to? We can either direct you right to that social worker or we can take your concerns and channel them over. And maybe those concerns need to go to the nursing supervisor of the floor. Maybe it's an issue with housekeeping. Maybe it was an issue with the, the social work team. Maybe it wasn't really an issue and how it was explained to you was not actually what has happened. But we take every concern given to us seriously. And we do follow up with them. And then residents do get a satisfaction survey after they've been in supportive living so that you can also fill them out, too. Um, this is your home, no matter if you're in independent living, personal care or skill care. So we do want you to be happy. 
There may be some things, though, due to regulations we can't do in support of living, some things that we can't we can't have that fireplace in your room. So there might be some things that we just can't do, but then we'd find a way to get you out to the fireplace so you could enjoy it out in the common area. Okay. So let's kind of sum up. We're Unfortunately, time flies fast when we're having fun. Uh, but uh, why don't you uh, go back through your four social workers and uh, tell us where they are so that if you're listening to this broadcast, you can say, this is the social worker I should go see for my preliminary appointment here. Okay, sounds great. Taylor Bennett is at Spring Run. She's on the second floor right off the steps. Taylor um, is pretty new to Willow Valley, less than a year. She has the heart of wanting to help everyone since she was 10 years old. She wanted to be a social worker. Taylor oversees Spring Run in all of South Point. Um, Hannah Kreider came to us um, from the hospital previously. Everyone jokes, uh, Hannah's taking my position at the lakes, and she's behind the lakes concierge desk. Hannah also oversees the Midrise Villas and the Gables. Uh, very happy to be here. Hannah's also taking over the low vision support group, so she helps oversee that too. Yolanda is also pretty new to us. She is at the manor on the second floor of the core, and Yolanda oversees the manor as well as the Vistas and Providence Park. And then Janelle has been with us the longest, and she was started with us part-time. She used to work at Will Valley a long time ago, and then um, as a teenager, and has come back, and now she's at the North. Third floor, she's right behind the auditorium at the North, and she oversees the North and the Garden Apartments. They're all available by dropping in, phone, and email. And then I'm happy to assist them, too, if they need help in any of those areas. Outstanding. Now, sum up with what you want us to do. You're in control at the moment. I would like every resident to become familiar with their social worker in a low-key, non-emergency setting. So when the time comes, you feel comfortable going to them. Outstanding. Okay, great interview, Corey. Come back and see us again. And especially when you're, you're, you're doing these presentations, if you want to follow up on any of them, you have an open microphone. Sounds take, good. Take advantage of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Thanks for having and, me. And Carol, who's on our board today. Carol, why don't you sign us off, please? Thanks for listening. And be sure to listen again next week and every week when we'll have another exciting guest.